Can I invite you to open up a Bible in front of you uh, to follow along with tonight's reading from Exodus 17? You'll find that on page 75, and we're reading from verses 8 through to the end. That's Exodus 17, starting at verse 8 on page 75. Let us listen to God's word. The Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered, and Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites but whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this on a scroll as something to be remembered, and make sure that Joshua hears it, because I will completely blot out the memory of Amalek, Amalek from under the heaven. Moses built an altar and called it, The Lord is my banner. He said, For hands were lifted up to the throne of the Lord. The Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. Amen. Thank you very much, David. If you wouldn't mind keeping that passage open, I'm going to speak for a few minutes on that scripture reading. And you may be thinking that's a very strange passage to be reading on a night like this. Well, as it happens, in church on Sundays, we're going through this book of Exodus, this Old Testament book, uh, every week. And this happens to be the passage uh, that we we are just coming to tonight. Um, But I actually think this passage is particularly relevant for this service this evening. Did you hear at the end of the story... Moses makes this altar, this this stone thing on which you offer sacrifices, and he gives it a special name. He says it's going to be called, The Lord is My Banner. Now, we've already had some banners involved this evening already. Um, The BB colors that we brought to the front and have placed over there, they are a kind of a banner or a standard. And I wonder if you know what you would have used those for in olden days. Well, if you wanted to go to war or to battle, you'd have raised your standard on the top of the highest hill you could find. And then anyone who wanted to fight with you would come and flock to your standard and rally behind you. And then they would follow the standard into into battle. And if you were fighting, you would know that as long as you could see your standard up there, you would know that it was time for you to carry on fighting. But if your standard got captured, or if your standard went the other way, you knew it was time for you to get out of there. It was time to retreat. So in a battle, you need to look to the standard to encourage you that you're fighting in the right place. So that's what a banner means. But what does it mean to say that the Lord, God, is my banner? Well, I'm glad you know, because I think it's very clear in the, in the story that we've just read. 
Um, the people of Israel are on their way from Egypt uh, through to the Promised Land. And without warning, an ancient enemy attacks them with no provocation, these Amalekites. And Moses is the leader of the Israelites. He's the kind of the captain, if you like, of the Israelite company. And he does something that you wouldn't expect him to do. He does not go and charge into battle himself. Instead, he gets uh, another leader, Joshua, to go and do that. And Moses does something else. He goes up the highest hill he can find near the battle. And here's what it says. Moses um, says, Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So, what's this staff of God that he takes with him? Well, something probably not very different to this. This is a blackthorn uh, bush stick, just an ordinary stick. And Moses had something like this in his days as a shepherd. But God had said, this is going to be the staff that you're going to use to strike the Nile in Egypt, the great river Nile, and it's going to turn to blood. And God said, you're going to strike the ground, and dust will fly up and turn into gnats in Egypt. And God said, point this stick to the sky, and massive hailstorm came down, killing animals in the field. This staff of God that Moses carried to the top of that hill represented God's promises to be with his people, to keep his promises, to save them. And it represented God's power to keep his promises as he did these amazing miracles. And just the the story before this one in Exodus, we heard this this morning in church, Moses used this staff to strike a rock and water gushed out. So this staff that Moses takes to the top of the hill represents God's promises and it represents God's power. And as the battle is ongoing, did you hear what Moses does with this staff? He holds it up, doesn't he, in the air. He holds it as high as he can. And whenever the Israelites are fighting, they look up to this staff and they're encouraged because they know God is with them. His promises are there to bring them out of this difficulty and to bring them safe home. And they know that God's power is with them. This great God who did all these amazing signs and miracles in Egypt, this great God is with them, fighting for them. And so as long as Moses held this staff up in the air, the Israelites looked up and they were encouraged to keep fighting and they were winning. But whenever Moses got tired and his arms started to sink, people were like, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh, God isn't with us anymore. And so then they started to lose the battle. And so Moses had to get some help from another couple of people to help him hold his arm high in the air with this staff of God. So this was their banner, wasn't it? This was reminding them that the Lord was with them, that the Lord's power and his promises were fighting with them. And so Moses recognizes this, and that's why he makes this altar to say, the Lord is my banner, so that they would always remember that we fight with, under God's banner. That's where we rally to. That's our encouragement if we're the people of God. Not a nation, not an idea, but the Lord himself is our banner. Well, officers and boys of the BB, we're in a battle too. If you read that battle in light of the whole Bible, 
you'll very quickly see that that is just the late one episode in a long, long story of a war between good and evil. And the people in that battle have all died now a long, long time ago. And guess who's in the war now? Us. All of us here tonight. We are now on the front lines of this battle between good and evil. It's raging in our society. It's raging across the world. It's raging in our lives, in our homes, and even in our hearts. This battle between good and evil. And we are called to fight for good, to be a force for good in this battle between good and evil. Boys, some of you may have heard the term this year, toxic masculinity. Now, what does that mean? It means that people think there's a way of being a man that can be harmful and dangerous. And it's important that you know that the BB was founded in order to do the opposite, to not create men who are toxic, but to create men who are going to be a force for good in this battle between good and evil. I hope nobody minds me focusing on men tonight, uh, because that's obviously what the BB was designed to do. So let's have a look at the original vision of the BB. This was written in slightly old language, because it was written over 100 years ago. But this was the original idea of the BB. Uh, The vision was the advancement of Christ's kingdom among boys and the promotion of habits of obedience, reverence, discipline, self-respect, and all that tends towards true Christian manliness. Boys, if you are going to be a force for good in the world, this and much, much more is going to be required of you. It is not easy to fight for good in this world. The world needs men who are not going to be toxic, but people who know about reverence and self-control and self-respect. These are really important things that you need to develop if you are going to be a force for good in this world. We need to know how to control ourselves. We need to know that we're not uh, acting to kind of make up for something that's missing in ourselves. And boys, this is what the BB wants to develop in you. Well, that's the first thing I want to say. The only other thing I want to say tonight is to encourage you to make the Lord your banner in this battle. We have to be very careful, don't we, when we talk about battles between good and evil, to make sure that we are actually on the side of good, on the side of God. How can we know that we are actually on the right side? Because many people have thought that they were on the right side, and they really weren't. Well, 2,000 years ago, the battle between good and evil was very intense. And another man went up a hill overlooking a city, carrying a piece of wood. And when that piece of wood was raised into the sky, there was a man nailed to it with his arms outstretched. Boys, it's important that you know that your officers believe that if we're wanting to know where are God's promises and God's power most clearly seen in our world, we believe that it was there when Jesus died on the cross. We believe that that's when God was keeping his promises to be with us and to save us. And that's where we see the power of God most clearly at work, not through violence, but through obedience 
and selfless love. And that's how we can make the Lord our banner today. We want to put our hope in Jesus Christ, the one who was raised up on that piece of wood. We want to trust in him. We want to count on him. That's the solid rock that we are counting on. It was great to hear the anchor boys uh, telling us that the BB motto was sure and steadfast. And many of you will know that was inspired by a couple of lines in the New Testament letter to the Hebrews, which says this, We have a hope that is sure and steadfast, an anchor for the soul. Well, boys, officers, and everyone else here tonight, it's as we look to Christ that we have that anchor for the soul. As we rally around him and all his teaching, we know that we really are fighting on God's side. And as we rally to him, as we look to him, we know that God's promise is to be with us is good because he's been with us even to death. And as we look to that, that banner of the Lord Jesus Christ raised up on the cross, we know that God's power is at work to defeat evil. And so we fight on, knowing that God is with us. So officers, do your best this year to develop these boys into young men who will have those habits of reverence, discipline, and self-regard. Do it so that they'll be able to be a force for good in this fight against evil. And boys, your officers will want to do that. They'll want to help you to grow into these kinds of men by pointing you to the Lord Jesus, to encourage you to make the Lord Jesus your banner in this fight against evil, so that you are sure and steadfast all your days in the fight for what is right. So can I pray, or can I lead us in a prayer, that that will be the case over this coming year. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for this story of the staff being taken up on the hill and the reminder of your promises and your power at work in our world. And so we thank you for, above all for your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the captain of our salvation, who himself ascended on a hill even to die, showing your promises were going to be kept and that your power was at work to finally defeat evil. Our Father, may we make Christ our standard in the fight against evil. And we pray for the boys and officers of the 24th Belfast Company of the Boys Brigade that this year they may know your power and your promises at work in the fight against evil. And may they develop more and more into, into uh, people with habits of obedience, discipline, self-regard, so that they may be truly Christian men in all ways. We pray this in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Our prayers of intercession are going to be led for us by David Gregg. So David, can I invite you to come and pray and lead us in prayer? Let us pray. 
Dear God, we pray for the Boys Brigade organization in Ireland and Great Britain and all over the world. Thank you for the leaders who guide us and help us to become more like Jesus. We pray that you bless our leaders with wisdom, know that they do, and give them the resources they need to keep Christian values at the heart of all their work. We pray too for our own church youth work that you would bless and guide the leaders of all our organizations. We ask that we would soon be able to find new youth worker who can lead our young people and help them to grow in their faith. Lord, we think about areas of the world which are affected by war, famine, and natural disasters. We pray that you would bring comfort and hope to the people in Indonesia whose lives have been devastated by the tsunami there. Please bless the emergency aid workers who are there and give them the strength they need to help people rebuild their lives. We pray for our own BB tier fund and lunch in two weeks that um, all the money we raised be used for our good purposes. Finally, we bring before you those who are sick, lonely, or finding life hard at present. Thank you that you're always with us and that you hear our prayers. Amen. <laughs>